How many of you know that God said, vengeance is mine? He said, I will repay. Why don't you let him have it? Why do you keep doing it yourself? Why are you creating unnecessary delays? If you don't think I'm preaching to you, I'm preaching to the person sitting in your seat. And those of you at home, because you didn't come to church doesn't mean you're not going to hear it. You are hearing it. Hmm? Now watch. Watch. And Ahab said to Elijah, has that found me, O oh, my enemy? Ah, that's what happens when you don't want correction. You think that the person correcting you is your enemy. He said, has that found me, O oh, my enemy? No, your enemy is in your house, your wife. Jezebel, that instigating you to disobey God. Watch. And he answered, I have found thee, whether you, whether you call me enemy or not, because thou hast sold thyself to work evil in the sight of the Lord. He said, you sold yourself. Who did she, he sell himself to? To Jezebel. That's what they're preaching in America. Let the woman rule you, not God. Now watch. Behold, I will bring evil upon thee and will take away thy posterity and will cut off from Ahab him that pissed against the wall. He said, not only will I deal with you, I'm going to cut off any opportunity for anybody in your, descent, in your line to have sons. And him that is shut up and left in Israel and will make thine house like the house of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, and like the house of Basha, the son of Ahijah, for the provocation wherewith thou hast provoked me to anger and made Israel to sin. And of Jezebel also spake the Lord, saying, The dog shall eat Jezebel by the wall of Jezreel. Ahab, the dog will lick the blood, but Jezebel, the dogs will eat you. Him that diet of Ahab in the city, the dog shall eat. So this is not just for the husband and wife. This is for all the generation, all the children, all the relatives. Huh. He said, the dogs will eat you guys. God will empower these dogs to develop a taste for human flesh and blood. That's what happens to lions and these Wild animals, once they taste human blood, they don't want animals anymore. They start hunting human beings. But we just read in Job, God said, if you submit to my correction, a lion will see you and have no appetite for you. I told you I was in Jacksonville, Florida. 
and, and we were marching around the Capitol. And all of a sudden, these two lions charged me. And I thought it was for real, in real life. I said, God, who are these? He said, these are the Disney devils that you just stirred up by the decrees you're making. And they've come to fight. I said, okay then. If this was physically, I might be back now. Don't look at me like that. If, if you saw a lion right now, even with what I preached to you, you'd be watching closely, okay? Um, did I take correction yesterday? <laughs> You'll be calculating fast. <laughs> but when I saw it was in the spirit, I said, okay, then he's an in Jesus' name. And they ran. And in no time, all hell broke loose between Disney and the state of Florida. We snatched their power. Amen. Hallelujah. This week, this glory fall is the most important we've had in a, in a long time. Don't say, go to California. He said, the soul of California has been stolen. It's witchcraft for people to be passing dumb laws. And people are, people run into stores and be grabbing stuff. And nobody's arrested. It's like they're trying to drive the economy in, in the ground. When all the stores shut down and leave, and you can only buy stuff from online. So there'll be no jobs. There'll be nothing. These liberals are deluded. Don't say go to California and get the soul of California. Amen. Snatch it back from Satan. Yeah. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Say, go and restore it. And on Saturday, when we were, oh, Saturday. It was yesterday. Because <laughs> I don't know what day is which now. <laughs> and yesterday when we were at the altar, he started giving me play by play what to say, how to pray. And I told my leaders, I have my marching orders. I know what to do at the steps of the state house. <laughs> Hallelujah. Or the capital in Sacramento. Woo. Glory to God. Watch what is about to happen. Resurrection house. Glory to God. That's why God has this church here. That's why we are resurrection agents. We carry glory. So go and restore it. And then we're going to go six hours to Honolulu and confront that demonic force. And make sure it doesn't pass on to anybody else. Amen. That religion is dead. Amen. Okay. I got to go. Let me do this punchline. I'll continue next Sunday. Watch. Verse 25. I want you to see the egregiousness of what God is saying, and see the power of the right attitude. Look at this. But there was none like unto Ahab, 
which did sell himself to work wickedness in the sight of the Lord, whom Jezebel, his wife, stirred up. He said, nobody has sinned like Ahab. Nobody. That is the number one problem we have in this country. What is it? The crisis of leadership. Men are not men. So women are in the place of men and don't know it. That's why God has not responded. The whole thing is upside down. And then I always get a kick out of this. When women want to get married, you say, I just need a strong man. I just don't want somebody I'll be running over. And then you get a strong man, and you try to start your stuff, and he just looks at you. And you think, this is the worst thing that ever happened to me. Which one do you want? The one you run over? Or the one that's strong enough? That will put you in your place for your own good. didn't know what was going on in this country. You know, I would get dressed and put on a nice tie and I'm looking sharp and then I come and instead of complimenting me, they say, oh, so she's still trying to pick that out for you. I said, oh, you shut up. <laughs> what nonsense is that? My father raised me. Amen. You think I'm, this guy said, honey, well, what do you think I should wear? What about Lord, what do you, would you have me wear? When the bill comes, honey, what should we do? When there's a problem, honey, you know. They are led of the spirit. That's what's ailing these women. They're crying. I need a man. Not just somebody with something to have sex with. I need a man. Even some of you ladies don't know what a man is. You just know people that you've been sinning with. And as soon as there's a problem, he cuts out and runs. That's not a man. Yeah, Elder Bobby says, mama's boys. You see, you have to, you have to see who a man is. To become it. Because when I see men reacting like women, I say it's because you haven't seen it. These things are caught. They are not taught. You become what you see. Say his wife stirred him. Wife stirred him. Watch. And he did very abominably in following idols. According to all things, as did the Amorites, whom the Lord cast out before the children of Israel. He didn't even see that what Jezebel was preaching to him and he was practicing was what caused God to kick out the nations 
before he gave Israel the land. Amen. So where are you headed? Come on now. Amen. You're headed down the same path. Why is it that when there's a man in the house, you grow up strong daughters, but they can submit to authority? Amen. Not Jezebel's. Come on now, preach. If you have a son, he's a man. And ain't no peer pressure fooling with him. He knows who his daddy is. And if you mess with him, he stands up. He will pop you in the lip and repent later. Watch now. He did very abominably in following idols, according to all the things, as did the Amorites, whom the Lord cast out before the children of Israel. And it came to pass. Are you ready? When Ahab heard these words, that he rent his clothes and put sackcloth upon his flesh and fasted and lay in sackcloth and went softly. Hey. Ahab. Remember. That when Elijah. Told him that God was turning the water off. That Elijah ran for his life. And Ahab hunted him everywhere. Hey. I love these things. You, you should learn God by reading those stories. He said that God told Elijah to go to the brook Cherith. But, but when God told Elijah to go back and show himself to Ahab, and he ran into, I don't remember the man's name, the guy that worked with Ahab, the, he and Ahab split the land, and they were looking for you know, food for the one horse left. And then he ran into Elijah. He says, this is my Lord Elijah. I say, yes. He said, there is no place my Lord has not looked for you. That meant that Elijah was sitting in the brook cherry, and the soldiers came and looked everywhere and didn't see him. Amen. Why? He that abided under the sh- <laughs> Oh, do <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, yo. Hallelujah. Eh? Is something covering us or what? There's a glory here. Yeah. Huh? Watch. But when Elijah delivered this message, as cruel and brutal as it was, Sahab took off his kingly robe and put on sackcloth. Maybe you don't know what sackcloth is. What do you call it? Bo- Kroger sack? Burlap bag. Yeah, the same one they carry grain with. He put it on. Very coarse. And not only that, he said he started fasting. And then, to put the icing on the cake, he said he walked softly. Do you get a change in attitude? I read it again. He said, read it again. And it came to pass, when Ahab heard those words, that he rent his clothes and put sackcloth upon his flesh and fasted and lay in sackcloth and went softly. 
And the word of the Lord came to Elijah the teach by saying, Seest thou how Ahab humbled himself before me? Don't you see? Elijah didn't see that. Elijah left. But God saw it. Watch. Says thou how Ahab humbled himself before me? Because he humbled himself before me, I will not bring the evil in his days. Can I take my preacher's privilege and say, because of an adjustment in attitude. Come on, you will read in the Old Testament. You see many times the prophet will come to the king. The king will order him to be arrested or to be killed. But Ahab knows how to duck. Some of you are too smart for your own good. You ought to know that when you mess things up, you better know how to tone down. And duck. Hallelujah. Ronald Reagan said I forgot to duck when he was shot. <laughs> and then when he woke up at and, and, and the Reed, and Walter Reed Hospital, he said, when he opened his eyes, he saw these doctors. They said, what do you mean? Are you all Republicans? <laughs> don't want these Dems to slip him something. <laughs> so I forgot to duck. Watch now. Ahab adjusted his attitude. And God, he said, nobody has sinned like this man. Nobody has done wickedly as this man. But just a change, an adjustment. You don't know if not for the Lord Jesus, most of you will be dead. Because there's something God hates in a man. When you are strong-willed and strong-headed, bull-headed, you won't, I mean, it takes you weeks to say, I'm sorry. He hates that stuff. Hates that stuff. It's only the Lord Jesus is keeping you all alive. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And they have he skipped this thing. Sorry for his children who will bear the brunt of it. He said, don't you see, do you see how Ahab has humbled himself before me? But think about all the foam. I told you I was praying one day. God said to me, go and ask African Americans, what is all this hot air? Amen. Why are you all this so easily inflamed? Amen. And everybody's yelling and screaming and yay, 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 yay. Why? You don't understand the way to power. Eh? You are not the only one that has been discriminated against. Why is it that white folks have tried to do that to me and it's never worked? And every time they start, God will do something bigger, greater. And some of them have died. And I don't talk about those things because I don't like how it makes it look. Because with that guy that was running me down at the fly school, telling me I didn't belong there, that black folks don't have a 3D mindset. What are you doing here? I said, the same thing you're doing here. 
He said, you don't, you, you don't belong here. You don't, you, you, you don't have that 3D mindset. You can't do this. I said, I'm smarter than you. You might be telling that for people born here, but where I come from, you don't make me any difference whether you're white or green or black. I'll tear up your behind in class. Hallelujah. What you talking about? I have four points. In college, in graduate school, in pilot school. There were white folks there, green folks there. Yeah. <laughs> she said green. I mean, it don't matter. It's because you grew up in this thing. And you don't have fathers like me challenging you. So the man that God put there will get up. Yeah. Hallelujah. Ooh, glory to God. Huh? When, you are, when you are talking that crap, my hallelujah will rise. Huh? And the glory gets on me. David said, you are my glory. And the lifter up. Who, who am I looking down for? There's a God in heaven holding up my head. That young man finished insulting me. He didn't know it was the Lord he was insulting. And Epps Air Service sent him to Hartsville Airport to pick up somebody arriving. Just a short flight with a turboprop. Pick the guy up, return to Peachtree. And then they cleared him for takeoff. He's sitting on the runway, waiting for the clearance to take off. And Eastern, I don't know what the controller was doing. The Eastern jet was landing. And landed on top of him and killed him right there. That's why I don't talk about those things, because it looks, it looks somehow. That's why I want people to stay away from there. He didn't know it was God he was insulting. He said, I mean, God healed me after 17 years of sickness, parted the Red Sea, eh? brought me to America, worked all these miracles, paid for my flight school for you to be talking trash. Change your attitude and find what I have found. Ahab was a wicked king. God said he did more evil than anyone before him. He said his wife Jezebel stirred him up. Judgment, fierce judgment was pronounced against him. Elijah delivered these dire words and exited. While Elijah was on his way out of the palace, Ahab took off his kingly robe, put on sackcloth on his body, and walked softly. Excuse me. And God stopped Elijah on his tracks. He said, do you see how Ahab has humbled himself before me? Go back and tell him. Your sin is so egregious, I will not exempt you. But by your humility, I will postpone it a generation. Wow. <laughs> Our God hasn't changed. Doesn't matter 
how you've messed up. It doesn't matter what you've ruined. Find the winning attitude. God will redeem you. God will show you what you don't know. Ooh, look at what he just said to me. He said, this word is not just for what you've messed up. He said, I see things coming. And if you learn this, you will not ruin greater things. You will not mess up bigger things. You don't have a whole lot of time left for some of you. God has forgiven you so much over and over and over again. You must learn this thing now. It's urgent. The number to call is 770-994-3777. I can't explain to you how I feel. I, I am so excited that God is using the voice of resurrection to free destinies, to give a black eye to Satan, to restore stolen things, and to bring to pass the promise that seems toward it. That's what I'm celebrating. We're not preaching canned sermons. We are prophesying. We are revealing the oracles of God in the now. <clears throat> we are answering questions. We are showing the pathway forward. It's a new season. It's a new glory. It's a new unction. New fire. New grace. Amen. And amen. You know, Bible studies are only two hours, 7 to 9 p.m. You will learn so much. The glory will rain on you. Your life will not remain the same. <clears throat> but resurrection, you have to humble yourself to get it. That's why many of you come, and some of you won't even sit through the service because you got God and you want a breakthrough. You want a change of your, of your life. You want to experience things you've never known, but you want to put them in your box. Mm -hmm. You have to humble yourself and submit to this. And let resurrection wash over you. Allow the job to be finished. You will see what will happen. Every time a man makes covenant with resurrection. I used to do it and I pray with them. And when they turn to walk away from me, boom, they step into a new life. I need to make sure the ministers and the elders are using those words. and make those decrees. Lord, as soon as they step away from me. They will step into a brand new life and a new covenant and a new miracle, a new beginning, new season, new glory. Amen. P.O. Box 251, Union City, Georgia, 30291. In case God is speaking to you to put a check in the mail. Yesterday I talked about the outreaches overseas and what is desperately needed. Consider the voice of resurrection for your end-of-year gift corporations, you wealthy people. <clears throat> if you would take the risk and invest, we will account for every penny. All our debts are paid. We are debt-free. Your money will be used for what you purpose it for. We'll bring you videos. We can even take you there to see it. Hey, man, we need to pave those roads. We need to regularize power. So that hospital will continue to save lives. Those are the two things I need help with because we're doing so much already with our resources in-house. We need God's people to rally and support this outreach. There's no way James Robinson and the rest of them can do what they're doing except God's people rally to support them. 
we need that same support. And we thank God for you hearing from God to stand with us to get the job done for the kingdom and for the Lord Jesus. Amen. We love you, beloved. God bless you. We'll continue tomorrow.